Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report for Wednesday, September 13th, 2017. I'm Alex Kalafi, joined today by a full, full, full panel of Nintendo News Reporters to discuss the new Nintendo Direct, as well as one other news story that's obviously going to be worth touching on that we will close the show with, involving some some things of a classic variety. Uh, joined today by one Zachary Miller. Hello. Hello, my nipples are not as hard as Mario's. <laughs> what do you think Mario's nipples feel like, Donald Terrio from Canada? Um, they feel like the same thing that Nintendo fans are all feeling right now. Doom. Hi, Neil Ronahan. It has been um, a minute. It feels like Etrian Odyssey demo. Oh, yeah, that's the other demo that went out. Yeah. Um, um, also, uh, I don't know. Atlas RPGs on 3DS are, I think, at this point, now that Metroid <laughs> is going to come out in two days, the only thing that needs to exist on 3DS from here on out. Absolutely true. Stoked yeah. about pretty much all of all of the three the Atlas RPGs coming to 3DS, and that's probably about it that I'm really that stoked for on 3DS. We're gonna probably get. You know what? It's in the press release. Um, we can talk about the existence of Yokai Watch Three when we get to the Yokai Watch Two stuff. Yeah. Uh, Justin Baruby, how got, are you? I got some things I'm to say. All right. I'm doing great after those arcade archives. Yeah, yeah, yeah that seemed to be an announcement basically for you. And um, <laughs> I guess other people that want to play Mario Brothers? Dude, Arcade Punch-Out. That's the first new punch I mean, game we've had in... Okay, like, years. can we just get into the arcade archive stuff now? Uh, yeah, I think they're for a very <laughs> specific Nintendo fan. Uh, I went to the... The um the it, it's for Justin, but I also yeah, have a friend uh, named Paul who I went to a science museum with to see some pop culture thing, and he spent the entire exhibit complaining to me about how you can't regularly purchase the arcade perfect version of the original Donkey Kong on the which wasn't show. mentioned in this, which is no, annoying, which is weird. Like, so there uh, are there, there's a lot of games that haven't been mentioned. So so I heard I heard mention of like that Hamster was working with Nintendo on some arcade stuff, and immediately what I what came to mind when I when I heard about this was okay, they're going to bring original Donkey Kong, and like that's really cool. That's something that I would probably get. And then when they announce this, it's all the Versus stuff, and I'll, I'll probably get Versus Super Mario Brothers is like this weird weird thing that I've seen at a couple arcades, and that it's actually. Fun. Yeah, no, like, I spent some time, I think it was at, at Hershey Park, they have a Versus, they have a pretty good arcade in Hershey Park for some reason, uh, mm -hmm. but they had a Versus Super Mario Brothers machine that, like, I probably played for, like, an hour and a half one time, um, and it's, it, like, that's really neat and weird and fun. Most of this other Versus game just don't care. Punch-Out's awesome. I've, I've, arcade Punch-Out is an arcade machine that I would aspire to get, but having to go on my Switch will probably do all I need to do. Yeah, I come to my house and play it. Dude. I'm... Why have you, why has this never come up before? Because I, I will. You, I I'm weirdly I'm I'm excited about the. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Working, unfortunately. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, there goes the green flag. But yeah, I'm I mean, it's not the best thing. Took me what five arcade versions. Uh, weird version. Yeah, so we, we should we should at least, if we're going to talk about that as our first news story, we should at least talk about the news portion. Uh, Arcade Archives, Mario Bros., which launches September 27th. There's also going to be versus Super Mario Bros., Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Pinball, Clue Clue Land, and presumably more, a partnership between Hamster 
and Nintendo looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm so glad we got Ice Climber news today. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, y'all wanted... <laughs> no, y'all like, wanted a virtual console on Switch. Well, there you go. Have well, fun. I'm happy with this because for years I've been whining to everybody, like, why can't I get the arcade versions of these games? Because they are different. They play a bit differently. And now it's happening. So as soon as that hit, I was so happy, man. I, I'm pumped for each remember one. When they, when, remember when they put, like, two arcade uh, games on the Wii <laughs> virtual console? Yeah, that was the biggest tease. I'm like, all right, they're going to put the Nintendo stuff here, and they never did. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is kind of like a genie who gives you what you ask for, but not what you want. Monkey's paw? Yeah. yeah. Like, you guys want to <laughs> console? Here's some old arcade games that you may or may not be interested in. Thanks, Nintendo. A million bucks? Yeah. Yeah. I want a turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard. And I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was one of the biggest new things that came out of the Nintendo <laughs> yeah, that's, Direct. That's probably the most surprising thing about this Direct in general is... No. As, well, okay, let's well, let's focus on just the Switch stuff. What was there, like, three new games? Yeah. For, I guess, I mean, the Arcade Archives, yeah. um, then Doom and Wolfenstein 2, and what else oh, new was man. there? Snipper Clips uh, Plus. Yeah, that Kirby is got a cool. title. Yeah, yeah, Kirby, but we like we knew about that already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, L.A. Noir. Quest Builders? L.A. I mean, Noir was technically new. But that's also I wonder, coming out in spring? I don't know. We'll get to it. I wonder if Nintendo and Rockstar, or Nintendo and Take-Two started talking, and then there was some Take-Two policy or Rockstar policy that required them to reveal L.A. Noir on their own channels before Nintendo got to reveal it on theirs. I mean, probably. Like... It was just an interesting thing. I was like, why wouldn't you just wait for the Nintendo Direct? It's probably going to get... But then also it's a PS4, yeah. Xbox yeah, I, One, I mean, I think, and that I think, all of them attention. I mean, you look at a lot of the third party, like, I mean, like a lot of the games that were mentioned outside of Doom and Wolfenstein, they were all recently announced or previously announced. And the weird thing about most of them is like, okay, like we had a little sports sizzle reel with like games coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We lost your audio, Neil. Neil, yeah, Neil, you got me. Hello, hello. Oh, you uh, yeah. we, we missed no, our last. Yeah. Um, with the third-party games, we didn't really get any new information from basically any of them. Like L.A. Noir, it was just like, here's the announcement from last week. All the sports games. <laughs> well, we got like the sizzle reel for stuff, and that's coming out soon. No, nothing new. And even with NBA 2K18, there's amiibo support, but we like they didn't even. <laughs> I thought they were going to mention that at least. What that does, that game's out in two days. Um, like it just even Rocket League. We didn't get a date for Rocket League. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders. I know is cool, that was disappointing. But like, cool. We have to wait until next spring for a port with a with a. Okay, the the Saber Cub is a pretty cool addition to Dragon Quest Builders. Don't get me wrong. I wanna I wanna ride a Saber Cub around that that cute world. Um, but Dragon Quest Builders already came out a year ago. And like the sequels in development, and it's cool the, that it's cool that Builders is coming to Switch, but it's not out until spring. And, and like that's the kind of like, already been you know, announced for Switch. Yeah. So they so this was more of a like, oh, we should probably get this out the door before we ship the sequel. That's <laughs> probably the sentence you could use to describe a lot of the Switch's third party yeah. support. 
Like, yeah. it's really cool that this is on Switch. And also, I don't know when Wolfenstein 2 is coming out. It's pretty weird that Doom got uh, slated for this holiday season, but there's only a few weeks left yeah. of the holiday season. Like, how do you I not mean, know when this game it, comes out? Like, uh, late late release dates can happen. I mean, like, we could get a Doom release date in, like, a week or two. Like, maybe Bethesda, I don't know, it's Bethesda goes to TGS or something. Like, maybe that's going to be something now that... Like Nintendo and Bethesda teamed up on the reveal, but then maybe Bethesda is going to take it home and reveal a release date. Like it could be something like that. We've kind of seen that happen with a lot of these third-party deals with Nintendo. Like for example, with Octopath Traveler, or is it still working? Project Octopath Trailer, working, working title. title. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's I think going to get more blown out at TGS. Like they have there, was a... already, there were already reports on Octopath Traveler being at TGS before this direct. So it could yeah, be they, stuff like that where Bethesda is going to give us a release date for Doom as part of the marketing plan in two weeks. And mm. there's a 45-minute segment at TGS and Square's booth for Octopath. So we're going to be seeing there. plenty of that game. Although they'll yeah. probably just do the demo. I mean, that's that just... A lot of the third-party stuff is encouraging. Like, Bethesda being... I mean, granted, everything's coming late, but like the fact that they're somehow getting Doom to fit on a Switch, that's incredible. Yeah. And I'll bet they, they're fitting it by getting dumping the useless multiplayer that nobody wanted. Wait, are you? They haven't confirmed there's no multiplayer. No, no, the no they haven't. But I'll bet that's how they're fitting it on the Switch. That game is ninety. Read. Yeah, that game's like ninety. The multiplayer is going to be downloaded separately. Okay. On the physical yeah. Card. Uh, okay. Yeah, that but, makes sense because yeah, that, that, yeah, that game's gigantic. That's why I haven't gotten it on Xbox One or PS4. Is because I look at that, I'm like, oh, that's ninety gigs. Yeah. Even if I buy the disc. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's the worst thing. As a Doom and Wolfenstein fan from my youth. The, the worst thing about the the Doom thing is that the only thing on Doom that you actually need to play is probably the best single player campaign to release in a game last year, and that like probably seventy of those ninety gigs are devoted to a multiplayer mode, which by all accounts is very yep. underwhelming. It's yep. basically uh, what Champions would have been if it was bad. Is <laughs> the multiplayer mode in this, and then Quake Champions is is quite good as as another Bethesda revival. But uh, I, I'm trying to think where we should start because we keep talking about 50 different things. I guess I'll, we should I'll, ju I'll just I'll just point out in the chat: uh, Cherry Goblin and Jesse Estrada both mentioned Ukulele and Stardew Valley. Um, people, I, I've noticed people asking about them a lot with the indie spotlight, and now this um, Stardew Valley. Uh, as far as we know, I think it's like. It's. It, I think it's either very close to being submitted to Nintendo or it has been submitted to Nintendo. So the reason why we're not seeing that in any Nindy Spotlight or Nintendo Direct is likely because there's no, like, we're very close for to getting news. a clear date, but there is no clear date yet. Because for, for people that don't know, the whole, the, the lot track submission process at Nintendo, um, if you pass it on your first try, which as far as I know, no one ever does, um, it could take a lot of back and forth between when the game is submitted to Nintendo to when it actually comes out, which is why you'll you'll see stuff where like a, a, a you know a, an indie developer on a Nintendo platform will be like, oh, the game's going to come out in early August, and you don't see it until September. That's usually because they thought they were done with it, but the Nintendo is a little stricter with like some some stuff on the submission process, and that's the same thing with Ukulele. I think Ukulele is also very close, just not there yet. Mm. Zippo says Doom uses Vulcan, which is apparently really easy to port to other consoles. TRBR uh, suggests the possibility that way downgraded textures will make the file size of Doom much smaller. 
Well, they only, I mean, if they're, if they're optimizing for portable play, then they only have to run what? 720p. Yeah, probably like 900 at most. It's, it's the thing is with doom, it's such a blistering <coughs> fast game that you need to make sure it's running at 60, no matter what. Um, yeah. Anyways, the big, the big yeah, difference with the, uh, I'm just sorry, looking at the chat, um, Cherry Goblin brings up the Switch memory situation. The big difference between that and the Vita memory card situation is that, hey, those SD cards aren't nearly as expensive and you can yeah. fit a lot of stuff on there. Like, I I mean, I, it, it sucks because you still have to drop a considerable amount of money on top of the price of the console. But I I am nowhere near close to filling up the, like, I think I got like a 128 gig or something for, for a reasonable price at launch or something like Same. that. But and, like I, I checked it recently, I have fifty games on my Switch, and I'm nowhere near close. Mm. All right, so we should probably move through these because over forty games were mentioned in the direct, and we won't give much attention to all of them, but we will give uh, select attention to certain few games. I want to start by talking about Xenoblade Chronicles Two, a game December that December first, two thousand seventeen. Damn. <sighs> I don't believe it. Oh, it feels good. It's, yeah, let's hope the game's good, though. <laughs> it looks complicated. It's, it's kind of funny because I thought that the Xenoblade battle system from the first one was a little complicated. And then they basically just had like a 15-minute treatise on like, you know how that first battle system seemed a little complex? Well, sit tight, kids. We've been talking about this for a long time. Like, they basically had, in like, granted... I love the cute little, like, like never-ending story monster thing that you're living on and then, like, gets all small and follows you around. Like, that's awesome. And I like how they were explaining these outrageously complicated mechanics and, and gameplay elements through this, like, really cute character. I'm way into that. Uh, I, I would like to have the chance to wrap my head around this RPG. I hope it'll be good. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. It does look. It it's looks a, really good, but yeah, during that, it was an eight eight minute and like twenty second presentation, and the whole time I was thinking, I don't have time to learn this and remember it. Yeah, like this. I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles One and X were minimum what like sixty or seventy hour RPGs. I more like ninety. I think I think you can critical path it in about sixty or seventy, but the side quest stuff is fun. So. Mm-hmm. That's still that's still too long for me to retain the yeah. information. Yeah, it's not out until December, so I'll worry about all that stuff when I get the game. Yeah, yeah. Zach, is that on your end? I'm trying to get it away from her. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm also looking forward to that pro controller and that special edition. I, like, I, there is going to be a special edition. Ninety nine, ninety nine. I might buy that pro controller. I think the pro I, controller looks pretty neat. I will probably buy that pro controller. Yeah, and then, but but it's also like kind of calling my shot because I think that's the only. I think I only have the logic for one more pro controller in my life. Those things things are pricey. The special edition of the game includes a sound selection CD, a special metal game case, and a two hundred twenty page hardbound art book at a suggested retail price of ninety nine ninety nine, which is a lot to ask. That's really expensive. Twenty really percent off at of Best Buy. Like, I because I think in our in in the NWR uh, team Slack chat, uh, I 
I, I, I think Justin, you probably posted the Best Buy link because that's who you I are. Um, I and I saw that. And I clicked on it and was about to pre-order. I'm like, wait, I don't need this. And then I clicked out of the page. No, it's only twenty dollars more than the full game with the uh, Gamers Club Unlocked twenty percent off. I mean, but but you would get the Gamers Club Unlocked with the full game. Justin. Yeah. Stop, Neil. So like, there's still some <laughs> percentage discount in general. It's about twenty percent. Yeah, the art uh, book will probably be cool. Though. It's, it's huge. Too, it's an art book that you'll flip through one time. I will come over to your house, play your arcade punch-out machine, and thumb through <laughs> your Xenoblade art book, and I'll be I'll be satisfied. Plenty of art books to look save for. all this money. <laughs> I'm still it, trying to find the Fire on the Warriors Ellie, let alone the Xenoblade one. I'll probably sell it in about four minutes. <laughs> it keeps popping up on like Best Buy and Amazon and stuff. Like I delete I deleted my order for it because I realized I didn't want it when I, when I had it. Not um, for Canada. <laughs> So at, on Xenoblade, is am I crazy for this game like not doing it for me? I I loved Xenoblade okay, One. Why, why isn't it doing it for you? Here's here's there's there's two key reasons, Neil, and and I'll actually there's three. Uh, one, so hot on Xenoblade Chronicles X, which we've talked about before. Yeah, it's just, I, it, I wasn't as well. I, I agreed. Xenoblade Chronicles X has like this awesome five to ten hour intro. Where you're like, this world's amazing, and then you get deeper into the world, and like, there's too many systems, and it takes way too long to kind of, like, I got to the point where I got the mech, and like, that was awesome, but I didn't really want to play past that. Like, because right. I just felt at that point, I'm like, okay, I guess the game's over for me now, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. Right, and a lot of people loved it, like Donald, so to each yeah. their own. The second yeah. reason is... That the art, the actual art of and the character designs and the world designs, it kind of looks like a knockoff of the original Xenoblade more than the actual Xenoblade. It's, it's like, like a cell shaded Xenoblade. It's, like, it's, it's Chibi Blade. Yeah, like it just it looks it looks off to me, and the main character looks very uh, uninspired to me. Which is not me using game reviewer terms. It's just that's the word I see when I see that character. I think- like I, 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 I threw this around with Xenoblade Chronicles X, and I've realized that um, I want this out of every video game sequel. If Xenoblade Chronicles Two pulls off any Chrono Cross like nonsense, where it ties into the first Xenoblade Chronicles, then I don't care about anything else about this game. It's a triumph and it's a success, and I can't wait. But o- if and only if, I will hang on to the Chrono Cross dream. The third reason is that I watched footage of this game from E3, and it doesn't look like the original Xenoblade. Zach, you really need to... I, I don't know what I... This, this is so no-go. Roxy, come here. Come All right. Anyways, what I'm saying is I saw E3 footage of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and it does not look like Xenoblade Chronicles 1. It doesn't have that expansive feeling of going through the world and walking around and seeing this beautiful, lush, green uh, field... And going into caves and having this crazy level of JRPG discovery, I just I saw something that looks slightly more like a strategy JRPG hybrid, which is not what I'm looking for from a yeah, sequel to One. You can't move in combat any like or when you're attacking, you have to stand still. Apparently, I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to figure yeah, out what the hell this me. combat system is. It's very confusing. It is the kind of thing like I, I just need to like sit with this game for an hour and then I'll come back with a more informed opinion because that like or, or watch that trailer, study it, um, 
someone write a textbook about it, a lesson plan. <laughs> it's confusing. It's confusing <laughs> at a first glance. Uh, but like, this is the kind of game that even even with being disappointed with X, I think I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and and see how it goes. Now, if people playing previews that kind of start from from the word go, uh, like because right now I think the only previews have been or the only things that we've been shown is kind of in media race from earlier parts of the game. But like, I want to see how this game opens up. I want to see what the reaction is to it there because that's kind of the important part. That's that's why the first one clicked with me is that I think that like the the first three five hours of Xenoblade Chronicles is probably one of the best prologues in in RPG I've ever played where it just has you focused on that initial town and the story beats that follow in that opening part. Like, it's just very effective. It's setting up this massive, awesome world to explore and get you invested. And X didn't really have that for me. I got to the big, big city, and then I just, like, fell into the water, and then it was hard to get out because I don't think I could fast travel to certain points yet. It was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I... I'm going to give it a chance. Well, I'm going to wait until other people play it and then give it a chance based on that. But um, I, I have my reservations to it thus far. Uh, anyways, we got to move to our next game, Super Mario Odyssey. Zach, you need to get that dog into another room. Yeah, that's a good idea. Throw your hat how on. Is, how is that not the first idea? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Mario Odyssey still looks real fun. Oh, yeah. yeah, it looks even better. I, I don't know what else to say about it. They showed off... They didn't show off too much. I was I was scared that they were going to do some shit where they were going to be like, and after Bowser's defeated, maybe a character from a past game will show up and it shows like a silhouette of Wart or something. Like, like, like Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo would do a thing. If you get all the moons, something really cool will happen. Like, they also that's... said if you get a million coins in New Super Mario Bros. 2, something cool is going to happen. <laughs> what, all I, all I really want to know about this game is where does Donkey Kong fit into it? Um, there is like, a Donkey Kong level in yeah, that trailer. Like New Donk mm-hmm. City's there. They got all these Donkey Kong references. We got Pauline. Where, where the Kong's at? What if Donkey Kong is the main antagonist? How cool would that be? Yeah, like you get halfway through the game, you beat Bowser, and you're like, what now? And then Donkey Kong just stomps on New Donk City. Kid Icarus Uprising style. There's yeah. like 16 more worlds. Yep. <laughs> now this game is looking great, and I can't wait to sit down with the final copy because I think in that video it showed there were like at least 53 uh, moons to collect in a single world, which is insane. That's the most exciting part of that whole presentation, I thought. Outside of the part where there's the fireworks going off at the Donkey Kong level, that that might have been the other coolest part. It looks good. Yeah, I kind of was trying to get stuff done, but honestly, I'm sold enough on this game. I don't really need to see anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll admit, I, I started spacing out a little bit more because I realized that Odyssey was the last thing, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really need to... I, like, I want this game. <laughs> it's yeah. that. Hope I can unlock Flood. Oh, like, oh. I just, I want to... I want to live in that world. It looks fun. Isn't it so crazy that that game comes out in like a month and a half? Yeah, yeah, we are what like six weeks away from Mario Odyssey. We are closer to Mario Odyssey than we were between the Switch initial unveil and the release of the Nintendo Switch. Like, like between those two dates, it might not, be not the, the trailer, but it's a, it's a similar. Yeah. Zach, that did not help at all. <laughs> it's a Mario Odyssey. 
So Mario She's Odyssey. She's literally chewing on something. She's not even in here. All right, something's scampering somewhere. All right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll ignore it for now. <laughs> Mario Odyssey. It looks good. It, it looks good. It, we don't need to see any more. There's gonna be uh, nope. Mario themed red Joy-Con controllers and a special carrying case coming with a download code and a Nintendo Switch for a retail price of three seventy nine ninety nine. Hope those Joy-Con come. Unless you give me the game. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like. So, Justin, I know you would know this off the top of your head. The Splatoon mm-hmm. 2 Joy-Con, were they ever sold separately? Not in North America. Oh, that's that's harsh. It's harsh, but, I mean, we could still see them because the wording on the press release when that came out said the first opportunity to get those in North yeah, America okay. would be in the bundle. So I still have hopes that it will be released here. If yeah, not, so- I'll probably import. But so we, so we might have those. I mean, once again, they have these bundles... You don't actually save any money buying this stuff in the bundle, it looks like. Um, it's, nope. it's the system plus the game plus a carrying case, you know, for 300 bucks plus 60 plus 20 for the carrying case. Mm-hmm. At, least they give you the, at least they give you the physical game, though. Wasn't Splatoon 2 nope. a download code? No, it's a no. download code for, for Mario Odyssey. Code. Oh. It's not even pre installed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. So, with one so, of those uh, Switch branded 128 gig memory cards that they're going to be selling. <laughs> So there's there's a game that someone in the chat mentioned something that I didn't know about it, but Project Octopath Traveler is apparently being published by Nintendo in North America and Europe, which which is logical because it's by the Bravely Default and Bravely Second team, and both of those games were published by Nintendo in, in the States, in the West. They also um, published Dragon Quest 7 and 8. Yes. And 9. Yes, and a lot I of believe, Nintendo. I believe Dragon that Builders is still being published by Square Enix in North America, but maybe don't quote me on that. Uh, but yeah, Project Octopath Traveler has a demo out. Anybody play it yet? No. I haven't had a chance to download it yet. I, I, haven't, it I have it downloaded. That, that's it. Um, so we, we can't speak about it. But that, that, that game looks dope. Yeah. That's, that's all I got to say about it right now until I play the demo. Uh, I don't. I don't mean to. I just read a news story for a Nintendo 3DS game. I don't mean to distract anyone, but since no one played Octopath Traveler, we already know it's one of like the most gorgeous looking games. Yeah, HD ever stuff. Like I'm. I'm into that. I really want to sit down with that demo. Yeah. I well, we'll have more to say. Hey, hey TRBR week. says it is amazingly dope. So nice. I think he, he played the demo. Very nice. Good and, and I know TRBR. He's he's very critical on video games, so it's I, I I take that to mean something from him. Anyways, I'm reading a Destructoid story, and I've been I've been working all day, so I didn't realize that a new Dylan's Rolling Western game was announced on the Japanese Direct today. Yes, yeah. uh, it's coming in 2018 on 3DS. Apparently, it's not a tower defense game, and your me character becomes a furry in it. <laughs> I'm glad they're trying something new with that franchise because I think uh, the world had some promise. Hard. It, look, it looks like Mad Max or something. Yeah, like That's Dylan's so Rolling weird. Western is frustrating because I want to love that game. Yep. It's like I love that. Like I love the character. I like the world. It's really cool. I hated that first game. I know <laughs> um, Alex and I. Uh, I think Alex, you wrote that scathing preview, and then my review that came out shortly after wasn't much more positive. Um, yeah, it was. It was the first article I wrote for Nintendo World report where I got completely shit on by the community. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I, I, I tried to fall on the sword a little bit for you, but my review was slightly more positive than yours, and I don't think I got nearly as much crap. 
Um, but like, I really want to like Dylan's Rolling Western. So maybe this third one, uh, it's not mentioned for North America and Europe yet, uh, but it's not coming out until 2018 in 3DS. So, I mean, going with how they've done with 3DS eShop games, I think we will see that eventually in the West, just maybe it'll be later on in 2018. It could even be a, a, a shadow droppy three game potentially. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Not confirmed yet, but I would feel pretty confident to expect that Dylan Dylan's Rolling Western game to come out in in North America and Europe next year. Very nice. Just 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 wanted to to drop that in a little bit. TRBR says something that's also surprising to me. Playing it right now, two hours in, which and I I assume the demo would be ten minutes long. I didn't think it would be. I think a you long could. So there's so there's eight different characters in it, and I think you might be able to play as. Uh, at, at the minimum, several, maybe even all eight characters through the demo, and it does seem like it's because they had they mentioned in the direct the whole thing about like we're gonna have a survey for feedback. It it kind of looks like how they had uh, the the Final Fantasy 15 demos. It seems like mm. they might be doing it like that. Like maybe we'll see an update to the Octopath Traveler demo in a couple months because the game's not due out. It's due out worldwide simultaneous sometime in 2018. Um, mm. So this we we could be a ways out from seeing this game, but. If if I got this demo to play, and maybe maybe they'll update it, maybe they won't. But I'm very very excited. I will likely be diving into this even before I touch that Etrian Odyssey five demo. Mm, very nice, very nice. Yeah, I'm excited to see how the Octopath looks on. You, you the, can play the two characters in the demo. Not not the, the this team yeah. is though used to doing very long demos. I recall putting a lot of time into the one for Bravely Second. Yeah. And and I know the Bravely Default and Bravely Second demos, I think, were like, or at least the Bravely Second demo was like a, a side story prologue to the game, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe, I, I don't know. I'll probably write something up about the demo <laughs> in like a day or two. So stay tuned for that. Very nice. Doom and Wolfenstein 2, both coming out. Bethesda's bringing Doom out awesome. this holiday. And Wolfenstein in 2018. Doom is my most happy announcement from this direct. Say so, everybody, yes, two, I'm very happy I waited. Two two things on this that I I feel need to be pointed out. Um, wait, uh, well, one, Wolfenstein 2 uh, comes out in about a month. Um, when is this coming out in 2018? I don't know. Wolfenstein 2 does look awesome, but how cheap is Wolfenstein 2 going to be on literally every other platform? Um, mm. So I'm going to look up to see how cheap you can get Doom for right now. Uh, 20 bucks. Okay. It had a permanent like, price drop to $20, but that's also a year and a half old at this point. Yeah, but like that, and like that's the thing is that unless, and as, as someone who predominantly plays on the Switch, um, from everything I've heard about Doom, like I'll probably get this game when it comes out. But if you have the option to get it elsewhere, like, I mean, it's, it's this tough decision with a lot of these games where if you have one of the other systems, unless you really want to play a portable or you're, you're dumb like me, um, where I do have a PS4 and an Xbox One, and we'll probably still buy this on Switch. Um, like, wh- why? It's it's just hard because it, I mean, it, I guess it kind of depends on how you look at it. If it's people who only own Nintendo systems, then this is incredible. But if you're someone who has access to other platforms, it's a hard sell. Sure. I do I do kind of like that Wolfenstein is coming to Switch because. Wolfenstein on the other platforms is coming out the same day as Mario Odyssey, so I can have the I can safely put that game aside until it comes out on Switch with a clear conscience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I looked up the CD keys 
uh, price of Wolfenstein 2 on PC right now, and it's $37. You, you can get a pre-release wow. pre key for $37. I will point out, RZA, RZA said, I'll pay $59.99 for Doom. Money is no object, and I respect that. <laughs> Doom is worth forty, I think. Because here, here's yeah. the problem. It would be, it would be cool if it, if it like if it comes out on Switch. Maybe it won't be full price. I hope it's going to be. It's going to be. It's not going to be like thirty or whatever though, just because of the. No, yeah, it'll be forty. Yeah, because it's going to probably have to be on a big card, even if they compress it to high hell. Uh, Doom, like the DLC for Doom, like the season pass is free right now for all, like like they made it free for everyone, which means that the content is already relatively devalued. Totally see this. $40. I could could go get the season pass on PS4 right now, even though I don't have the game yet. No, yep. it's it's just well. I think you can get it, or it's just automatically unlocked in the content. I I don't know what uh, it is because because it's it's on the the reason why it's ninety gigs is because it downloads all the DLC too. Right. Oh, Cherry, I see. Cherry Goblin. Cherry Goblin is pointing out that you could say the same thing about Skyrim. I'm. I think we yeah. might have already. But yeah. even like, well, Skyrim has that new Zelda content added. That's worth <laughs> like twenty twenty five bucks. I kept on waiting. Like when they showed it off, I was like, "Is there gonna be some other amiibo thing?" Oh no, it's just the the champions. Sure, they, they should probably just stick fire on the amiibo in that game and be done with yeah, it. Yeah, like I, 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 yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, I I think that the appeal of Skyrim on the go, like just the nature of that game, I think holds up better to to re-releases, as evidenced by the fact that like it has been successfully re-released. I think several times at this point. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a little bit like Doom is a story-based game. Like it's mm-hmm. a it's a very good story-based game from what I've heard. Wolfenstein is the same thing. Where Skyrim is a lot more of a kind of just like I don't know, explore, have a good time. And I think that that holds up better to to replay and and rebuying. But yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, you could say the same thing about Skyrim. It's it's it's. I'm I'm curious to see how all these games do. Um, I yeah, I too. hope for the best, but but who knows. Doom will do better than Wolfenstein 2 unless Wolfenstein 2 is an incredible, incredible game. I think Doom is more likely to get away with this than Wolfenstein will be. I don't think think Skyrim's going to sell very well. I think Skyrim might surprise us. Skyrim Mm -hmm. is... I mean, the re-release was one of the 10 best-selling games last year. Yeah, really? Yeah, I I think we as as Nintendo reporters, fans, what have you, I think we we don't quite realize how big of a deal Elder Scrolls is, especially Skyrim. Skyrim, as far as I can tell, is the equivalent of, like, Nintendo re-releasing Ocarina of Time. But how many non-Nintendo fans have been able to get a Switch? I mean, probably True. a lot. Like, it's it's, dude. If it was just selling Nintendo fans, the probably are Nintendo fans at this point. Although they're, I, they're relatively common in Anchorage now, you can walk into a store and buy one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's all there. it's all anecdotal, but like, sincerely, there have been times where I've walked into a store and haven't seen switches. But I think for the past since since probably Arms came out. When I walk into a Target or a Best Buy, GameStop, like I usually see at least a single Switch console somewhere. Um, All right, that's I've only seen them once since launch. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I see them pretty consistently, and I mean, maybe I'm just there on like shipment days or something because there's usually a bunch. But and that's purely anecdotal. Doom is so good that I think if they price this game right, 
it's it's the same thing as even though Mortal Kombat 9 looked like shit on the Vita because it played so well and because it was a handheld version of a game I loved on con- consoles, it's the same principle. Even if Doom doesn't look great, if it plays great, I'm still going to enjoy the portable effect yeah. of playing one of probably the best yeah. first-person shooter Mortal, campaigns I've ever yeah, played. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 9 on Vita was an excellent port, even even if it had to compromise a whole lot. It It looked horrible, but it was charming how horrible it looked. Yeah. Uh, anyways, m- moving on. Kirby Star Allies revealed at E3 2017. Uh, it's you can throw hearts, and players can recruit up to three enemies to become Kirby's allies. Whether playing alone or up to three friends, mixing up abilities to create new powers is a big part of the fun. Kirby Star Allies launches exclusively for Nintendo Switch this spring. My question is. Is this like a main Kirby game? Is this I, like I a Four so. Swords Kirby game? No, no well, no, you're Kirby getting this one. You're getting confused. Yes. I think you're thinking of the 3DS game. This is the one that was shown at E3. No, 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 no. That but was also like, like Four Swords Kirby, but this also seems like Four Swords No, this Kirby. Just, this just looks like Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Yeah. Like this seems yeah, to with, be following with, the path that Kirby's Kirby 64 power swapping. Yeah. And... And the, Kirby, and the companions from two and three. Yeah, Kirby's Return to yeah. Dreamland was was a multiplayer platformer. Yep. Um, and then the, the elements of Kirby's Return to Dreamland on Wii got condensed to a single player experience on the 3DS with Triple Deluxe and Robobo. Um, and then Star Alley, Star Allies seemed like it's it's the next in that chain. Uh, the only news of note outside of the name is Buff DDD. Oh yeah, that was that's you, awesome. see his, you see that rippling. That rippling body, that lovable. It looks like the joke. What yeah. is what is DDD? A penguin. He's a duck. Okay, okay. It's a penguin. DDD is a human. That's a buff penguin. A very <laughs> penguin. Let me see. Where's where's my small penguin? Oh no, he's too far. It's it's coming out next spring, which is which is soon. That's gonna Hopefully, be yeah. it's gonna be yeah. one of the spring games. Hopefully I know the I, DDD amiibo. I know the Yoshi game wasn't mentioned, but just just quick quick read the room. Which game do you think will be out first, uh, Kirby or Kirby. Yoshi? Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Kirby. I think I would have said at E3, I would have said Yoshi, but I, I think they're gonna try to cram the Kirby 3DS game, which missed Kirby's 25th anniversary, and this Kirby game probably like maybe a January March slot. Not it. Like not that. in Europe. In in Europe, they get Kirby in November. And okay. With okay. another thing we might talk about later, going into January. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. they've they've uh, they've done that a lot with with 3ds stuff. But I guess I guess well, when we get to Kirby, we can we can talk about the weird disparities in, in launching. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Splatoon two and Arms. Splatoon two, the Kelp Dome stage is returning as part of a free software update on September fifteenth. A new stage called Snapper Canal and an extra large Brillo weapon called the Tentabrella are coming in the future. For Arms, the software update that features Lola Pop comes out today. So both it of is. those games are still getting supported. Yeah, yeah. The Lola Pop update with the button remapping that is out right now. I've I've downloaded it. I like the Octopath Traveler demo. I have not played it yet. Arms kind of fell. I like off that Lola Pop me. has an arm called Funchuck. That yeah, seems cool. That's pretty good. Man, this nice pun. Uh, I'm kind of. I, I was kind of left a little high and dry with these two games. Arms I played for roughly seven or eight hours, and then I just it, it fell off a cliff for me. Splatoon two. I finally beat the campaign for it, and it's a very good game, but it's also 
a lot it's, more of the same. They spent an entire game saying, stay fresh, and they didn't heed their own advice. No, they did. <laughs> they, fixed the, they fixed the gear rolling system. It's a lot better now. This is like, this is a sequel ju for Justin. Justin. That's the most 1% thing you've ever said. Here's the <laughs> I was watching the Jim Sterling review for this game. Jim Sterling, a man who will say a lot of things uh, many of us will vehemently disagree with and also says some really, really smart things sometimes. And what he said about Splatoon 2 was he was like, look, what they could have done is they could have done Splatoon Deluxe where they added just a few things and then they just slap it at 60 bucks on oh. it and then they just put it out to more people. Um, like instead, and exactly, they could have did the Mario Kart 8 thing. Instead, they made a sequel that kind of stretches what's justifiable. What what a see? It's like a Call of Duty esque sequel or an Assassin's Creed esque it's, sequel. It's, more it's than like Splatoon one point five. It yeah, really is. For what it could have, it's better than it could have been, but it's still not exactly what I was hoping for. So it's like I can't really complain about it. Although I'm still left wanting for a little more freshness, and and like I I love Salmon Run, um, that, oh, yeah. like the, the the whole limitation of that is frustrating. But I've as a, as I haven't been playing Splatoon every day, I've kind of gotten over it. Where it's like I'll hop on and I'll either play some multiplayer, or if Salmon Run's open, I'll play some Salmon Run. That's kind of how I'm operating at this point. I'd like um, a better single player campaign in it, to be honest. Yeah, with like me. the single player. So so I had. Uh, when last I was on the show, uh, my Switch died, like, completely. And then my dock died. These were separate incidents. So I spent, like, a two-week period, like, setting in my Switch, then setting my dock. But I lost all my save data. So starting over Splatoon 2, and I realized I'm never touching that single-player campaign again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, like, I was like, okay, yeah, like, I'll sit down. Like, I was playing some online multiplayer, got enough that I can lock Salmon Run, like, messed around in the shops, and was like, oh, I'll play some single-player, get some tickets... So I could double my XP, um, and I played a level in the single player. Was like, nope, I'm gonna go to the multiplayer. I don't need to play this anymore. Um, and like I beat the single player. It's it's good. It's just that like there's so much of Splatoon two that's a retread. And for people like I, I have friends that that got a Switch that didn't have a Wii U, and Splatoon two has been a revelation for them. They they talk to me incessantly about it. They love the hell out of it. And for me, I'm like, yeah, it's real good. But like I. I already spent like 50 hours or more of my life playing Splatoon 1 and this is like that but a little better which is which is totally fine and I'm going to play it like I like Kelp Dome it's it's better than the stupid uh, the the truck thing I forget the name of it um humpback mm -hmm. trunk pack or... no port no. mackerel anything more a towers garbage i actually kind of like what they did with the new more a towers with like the, the zip line stuff um but anyway like i like kelp dome and i'll check out this new weapon like splatoon 2 is a great game it's just that kind of as alex you were saying i feel like it could have been more but they needed to came out in the summer but it's still impressive enough for this early in the Switch's launch cycle, yeah. and it's pretty fun to play Splatoon on a handheld. Yeah. That I'm not complaining. It's just I know how good you are, Splatoon, and I know how fresh you are. <laughs> and they added voice chat. Figures it out. Yeah, I, I hope. Oh Splatoon yeah, the voice, the, voice chat, the voice chat app sucks about thirty percent less now. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big news story. They probably should have covered in the direct, but they didn't have time. Hmm. Um. Anyways, Fire Emblem Warriors. Lynn is in wait, there. Wait. Um. One last yeah, thing. What? Splatoon. If you want people to play Salmon Run with, or or, or if you want to play some online, join the Nintendo World Report Discord. 
Hmm. Um, that's how I've actually teamed up with a lot of people to play Salmon Run there. Uh, it's awesome. We have had many, many great uh, wars for, for Grizzco and, and their mysterious Grizzly Bear leader. Um, so, yeah, join the Nintendo World Report Discord. It's, it's a good time. Very nice. We, we talk about stuff. Play nice. games. Fire Emblem Warriors, October 20th. Lynn is going to be in it. That means uh, she, she's from the Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem game, the, the first one. That's the, the most cool. Yeah. And I think yeah, yeah. the most popular female character in Fire Emblem history. So a smart choice to break the we're only doing 3DS and DS Fire Emblems with. I'm, I think seeing Lynn um, for Fire Emblem Warriors is the most excited I've been about Fire Emblem Warriors since it was announced. <laughs> I didn't expect these feelings. Like it just rekindled a lot of love that I have for that original Fire Emblem uh, GBA game. Or I guess not the the original North American GBA Fire Emblem game. There's one that came out before then on GBA that hasn't come out in America, and it's weird because it's the first part of that story. But never <laughs> mind. Um, is anybody here outside of Justin because Justin buys everything Nintendo? Is anybody else going to get Fire Emblem Warriors? No, mm, uh, not yet. I'm, well, I'm I'm not excited about it, but I'll try. I am uh, solidly yeah. on the fence. Um, the proximity to Mario Odyssey is, and, and just like a whole oh, bunch yeah. of other games, probably makes it a no. But I'll keep an eye out for sales. I I'm. Assume. You might find a sale on the new 3DS version. <laughs> I, <I'm not laughs> Which couldn't even run a, a stable 30 in a demo that they showed for like eight seconds in the direct. Go figure. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm buying it partially because well, I got a. 40% off copy, and I'm kind of down the fire on the rabbit hole a little bit too far at this point. Yeah, I'm just going to own it. Fair enough. Uh, and also, but, like, the, dude, the the last the last act of Echoes is, is rough. I was loving that game up until that point. I beat the first act of Fire Emblem Echoes. I think it's pretty good. I'm not clicking with the dungeons at all. I think the dialogue and the and the story, either my standards for storytelling have gotten too high, or it's just like, or it's just lesser in this game. I'm just, it's Echoes hasn't clicked with me three or four I hours. Think, in. I think Echoes peaks in Act Two and Three, and it's I think Act Four and Five, uh, and and what comes after that is all rough. Got it. Got it. Donald, you're saying. No, I'm just the um I think with Echoes you're looking at it basically a remake of an NES game and they probably should have done a bit more to touch that game up than what they did. Sure, sure. Snipper clips plus cut it out together, twenty nine ninety nine on November tenth. It's a retail game, but it's also DLC for the original game that's gonna cost nine ninety nine. Expanded version of the original game includes more than thirty new stages, challenges, new features. Um, players who already own the original digital version already said that. It's more snipper clips. It's gonna have like a toy box world and like a, a cartoony world. It's it's gonna be cool. Yeah. It's coming yeah. retail. That's retail. cool. Yeah. Um, I'd say that this game is magical. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I think <laughs> that's have, a quote you uh, stole. Yeah, there. I might have might have written that in a review. No, I love I love <laughs> snipper clips. Um, and I feel like I feel like eight months is a pretty good break after after playing a lot of snipper clips very in a, a short period and really enjoying it. Um, I'll, I'll totally revisit this world, and I think it's very smart that it's coming to retail. I was I was waiting for the right opportunity to pick up the game, and I think uh, November tenth sounds like a good time to do it. Yeah, yeah, especially when. Oh, uh, I mean, 
you know, kind of having snipper clips there, and granted, a lot of people might have gotten the downloaded it already, but I think people buying it around the holidays, it's an, it's another game to add to your cart. And, I mean, if you look at Nintendo with... So they're going to have Fire Emblem Warriors October 20th, Mario October 27th, Snipper Clips November 10th, Skyrim November 17th, as we'll talk a little bit more about in a little bit, and then Xenoblade uh, December 1st. That's a pretty good month and a half of time. Maybe Smash Bros. Mm -hmm. No. No. <laughs> no. Just did the dream... Well, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens at the Nintendo uh, World Championship. That, that's what I'm. That's where I think it could happen. See, it's, I, it's not after that. The dream is it's, dead. It's not going to be the, this fall, man. It's going to be the end of the fiscal year, if anything. Yeah, um, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I think I think we will get something potentially Smash Brothers teasing at Nintendo World Championship, or just game teasing in general. But but it ain't going to be something that comes out this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair. 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 Dragon Quest Builders coming next spring. Was that already known or was that a new announcement? We knew about the sequel coming to Switch. Not about the sequel coming to North America, uh, but that the sequel was coming to Switch and PS4. Dragon Quest Builders being ported to Switch is news. Why is it not coming out until spring? Because <laughs> uh, nothing comes out on time on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's supposed to be a good game. A lot of people like it. Apparently I... it starts really strong. It starts strong and, and goes down. Because okay, so so Dragon Quest Builders is a Minecraft-like game set in the world of Dragon Quest, and like you open up that game and it's incredible, and then you get to the end of like the first part and they're like, okay, you have to leave your town and start again. Um, that was moment one when I was like, uh oh, like maybe this, and and then I I got through that again, and then they made me do it again, and it's like it's it just sucks because you keep on building up these really cool areas, and then the game the story dictates that you have to leave them. And like, I just yeah. want to keep building on that initial world. I hope that in the sequel, they kind of remedy that to a degree, but like the aesthetic and the feel and the music in that game, immaculate, like so, so wonderful, especially if you, if you, if you like yourself, some dragon quest, uh, lore and, and musical stylings, it's good. Speaking of good yet flawed games, L.A. Noir coming November 14th, which is not new for this direct, but it is new since the last episode of the show. Rockstar is bringing L.A. Noir to the other consoles as well as the Switch on November 14th, including all of its downloadable content, which is just more cases, new collectibles, detective suits with special abilities, a Joy-Con mode with gyroscopic gesture-based controls and a new wide and over-the-shoulder camera angles, plus the hard-boiled game will include the intuitive touchscreen controls for portable detective work uh it is a rock star game which so okay i'm gonna have two slightly contradictory things to say it is a rock star game so if you are the right person for this game which i am it's an alex kind of game like it's a game i really get into it, it has a huge amount of detail to its depiction of old los angeles old hollywood land uh it has some really creative, ingenious uh, adventure-like gameplay, and I, th I think it's it's a very strong open-world game. However, if you're the wrong person for a Rockstar game, uh, or if you're the wrong person for this kind of Rockstar game because it's a lot more slower and methodic and it's not very GTA-like, there's a wide swath of people who already hate this game and will hate this game when it comes to Nintendo Switch. Right but here. If you're, if you're the right person for this game, you will love it. And I really, 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 really can't wait for a Rockstar open world on a handheld. 
that's like a modern rock star open world. I know Team Bondi made it, but it's a rock star open world. Um, I'm I'm excited for this. Believe it or not, I just I hope it's not too expensive. Maybe yeah, like fix the uh, the facial animations so that you can actually tell what people are thinking. I mean, from from what I've heard about L.A. Noire, and I don't think it's a super... I mean, it's cool that Rockstar is coming back to Switch. This just seems like maybe the most least inspiring port that we could get, maybe? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I've heard that L.A. Noire is, is, like you said, Alex, it's a good but flawed game. It might be it, the, for the right price. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I want to point yeah. out, I just happened to glance at my email, Runbo is coming to Switch this winter. Oh, that's new. Yeah, um, Rainy... Rainy Frog is is showcasing some some games at TGS and it's part of the press release. Huh. Um, I'd buy that again on Switch. Yeah, I I, I would too. None you heard of about that leak from uh, leak that confirmed that Gunvolt was in uh, Runbo, which he <laughs> was two years ago. <laughs> None of the Nindy stuff for the direct was new, right? They were just reiterating stuff that was coming soon. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. there was there was no new information. It was it was either the exact release dates or vague stuff that was in the Nindy spotlight. Got it, got it, got it. NBA two K eighteen September fifteenth Nintendo eShop uh, as stores October seventeenth. I think I'm gonna buy that game. Good, yeah, good. I'm gonna Talk I'm gonna buy it, but digital or physically. So I'll I'll take the month delay because that'll that'll get it closer to when the actual NBA season starts and we have yeah, rosters true. and all that. I might not buy it on day one, but like I think I'm gonna buy that game. FIFA 18, September 29th, which is JP Corbin is, approves. Yeah, <laughs> uh, theoretically, I mean it's. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, he's going to be version. on. He's going to be on the review for for FIFA. So, for any inquiring minds, uh, JP Corbin is our sports game aficionado, our soccer um, aficionado, yeah, especially. Yeah, specifically that, but he plays a whole ton. Of EA Sports games, I think he actually reviewed a FIFA game for game trailers before before they went away. So like JP's got a street cred with with the FIFA. Uh, so I, I look forward. Like I, I will be completely honest. I will wait until JP's review to see if I buy FIFA on Switch. If he approves of it, then I know it's it's worth getting. WWE 2K18 coming soon. <laughs> Where like the. That comes out October 17th everywhere else. What is the hold up on Switch? Right. Lost Fear, January 23rd on Switch. That's Sonic known. Forces, November 7th. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations, November 28th, which we talked about last week. Flip Wars is getting a new update. Nintendo's first <laughs> early access game. <laughs> That's is, that, is that actually a thing? Like, did that come out? I totally missed it. It came out it in came August. Out it came out like uh, we do have a review up on the site. It's based on the European version um, because we never got a review code for the North American version, and I don't think anybody on the staff cared enough. I think we to... tried it. Yeah, no, I did. I I had the European because it came out. It came out in Japan in like April. It came out in Europe, I think, in like June, and then it didn't come out in North America until August. I actually bought the European version, and then uh, and then we played it when when I had Justin and some other people from the site over. And we didn't. It was okay. It's just like there's a lot of better local multiplayer games to play on Switch. Yeah. Flip Wars is a a moderate to subpar one. That may, maybe it's getting better with the updates, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Morphe's Law. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like 
growing Splatoon. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I think I mean that's one. If if people play it, then that could be a cool game to play. Um, and I and I do really like the mechanic of that. But mm. but yeah. Arena of Valor uh, got announced to no avail. Free to start multiplayer online <laughs> that, battle arena game. China it's went MOBA. crazy though. Yeah, yeah they so, so it's it's big in China. Mm-hmm. What what separates this from the other big MOBAs? Should we uh, care? It's less well, prominent in a Western audience, which is why I I care less. I guess. Yeah. I'm ironically that would make me care more just because well I don't really trust MOBA communities. <laughs> I mean like like less, so, less chance of running into a you know what. So the directs have like the, the the new headline thing and they they mentioned like MOBA coming to Switch and I was thinking like cuz that was like lower on the list there were a lot of other games that they had to get through to get there and I had this like world of possibility of what this could be and then like they announced Arena of Valor I'm like what kind of fantasy generic stuff is this? I think Zach might approve of some of the art, though. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He fucked up. Beta version for free this winter. Yeah, I, I I might try it, but then again, I said I might try. Uh, what was that game? Lost Traveler. What? Lost Lost Reavers. Yeah, Lost oh, Reavers. Yeah, Lost Reavers was a game that I downloaded and said I would try, and I never did. So, <laughs> so who knows? The Legend of Zelda Champions, the the four amiibo based on the champions from Breath of the Wild, coming out on November tenth, which are they give all you new hats. Yeah, they give, they so, give you new hats. So additional functionality for these amiibo will be revealed in the future. So when they detail the DLC that's coming out on November tenth in like two weeks, right? Wait, the, the <laughs> DLC is really, coming. Like, no, no, they haven't announced the DLC date. But why else would these amiibo be coming out on November tenth? Unless the DLC was coming out that day. Because they're only charging 30 bucks for Snapper Clips Plus and they want to get some more money out of you. <laughs> but like, or, or I Are guess... they going to do a direct? Are they going to do a direct just I for mean, the they... DLC? Is it going to be that ambitious? Press they could release. just do a press release. Yeah. Well, yeah. They might do some sort of video presentation, but not a direct. Maybe yeah. like a trailer for... Yeah, have like have a Numa introduce a thing and then just be like, here's what it is. Cause they haven't really gone. They kind of did that with the last update, didn't they? Yeah. And Although they that was it. part of a direct, I think. Was it? And they, okay. they did it. Hell, the, the season pass itself was introduced with the video. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, but like, it, it's just the weirdest thing where I kept on, I, I waited during that champion amiibo segment for them to just be like, and the new DLC coming out on this date <laughs> that we'll talk about later. <laughs> I mean, whatever you do, you Nintendo. All right, uh, we have. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to put our piece of non-direct news right now because I just want to get it out of the way. So when we're done with the direct, we can end the show. Uh, these the NES Classic is going to be. They're going to make more of those next That's summer. Right. And then the Super Nintendo Classic, they're going to make those into 2018. Reggie told people, don't buy one above retail price. I bought one for $100. That comes with that Prima strategy guide at GameStop. I still don't regret it. And uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing Star Fox 2. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, Reggie, you, people won't have to pay more than $80 if you make enough. And they are. I mean, they're... Sh- well, because the thing is... Me- the- when they set the expectations, or when they set the printing up for the NES Classic initially, they were looking they were looking at the comparables being all those crap Genesises that flood the market every year on the Atari Flashback. So, like 
10, 20,000 maybe if you're lucky. But that was a stupid thing for them to well, do. Well, even with that, so so with how how poorly a lot of those like Atari flashbacks, I mean, and it's not like they sold poorly, like relatively, it, it wasn't on the scale of, of what the NES Classic wound up selling. And even with that, what they made over, what was it, 2.1 million NES Classics is how many they made? I think it was like 2324, but that might okay. be Amcoms. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like that's that's a that's a lot of systems to make for for what they probably expected, and I think the word and I don't quote me on this, I don't have it right in front of me. I think Reggie said, or there was some mention by either Reggie or in the press release saying that uh, like the initial allotment of Super NES Classics is like double what they sold yeah. overall for the it, NES Classic. It's, it's at least it's, higher. It's yeah, so yeah, at it's, least it's higher. That, I mean, I, I don't the, know what North America did, but overall, that would that would seem to intimate that there are four million Super NES classics that should be in the world on September twenty yeah. The press release so Fred, said that there would be more than what the NES classics hold. So Fred Meyer uh, might uh, have as many as double. twelve. Yeah, on launch day. But so, yes, yeah, so I mean, so there will be more than two million worldwide on launch day. That that would be the official thing. I just think the market needs to be flooded with these things, so they are on every shelf. And That's I, what they're looking. And I think we need to be looking at. As I've kind of said with this for a while, like September 29th was always doomed to be a clown show. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I I think that November and December, where the, if if you can't find a Super NES Classic on a store shelf, maybe it'll take some some gumption, like how the Switch is now. Um, if that's not the case in November, December, then N- Nintendo failed, and. I think by the fact that they're extending this to 2018, I think they think that they failed. So it might still be really hard to find this year, but you should be able to find one over time. At least that part of it seems like it might be fixed. Yeah. If they are trying as hard as they say they are, I think failed might be a too strong a word for them. I think it's just really hard to predict how many of these are going to sell. And they, they, I bet there's a chance that they're terrified of having the Disney Infinity situation of just having a million hulks sitting in a warehouse. That like I don't think they're trying to scam people or like or trying draws. to jack up prices or U draws. They're yeah. just. I mean, U draws killed THQ. They killed an entire company. <laughs> they're trying to play a very dangerous game, but they also gave rise to THQ Nordic. <laughs> so THQ came back, Neil. Neil, why are you making me jealous with Mr. Squishy over there? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How's the Squishy just compared to the Jack specific Metro? It's actually, okay, if, if we're going to go there, the, the, the action figure review, um, the, the Metroid Amiibo is way better than the Jack specific uh, Metroid. Just, well, it should be for the price. Yeah. yeah. Mine ships probably tomorrow, so I can't wait. <laughs> All right, 3DS stuff. We're on to the second half. This is like the the first quarter. (laughs) They did mention Metroid Samus Returns in this, so I will uh, point this out in that Metroid Samus Returns is amazing. Everybody go (laughs) buy it on Friday. It's an incredible game. I wrote a review. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. It's incredible. Go buy this game. You can also read Breath of the Wild numbers, by the way. Yeah. Um, you can also read my weird editorial in which I try to sort this into my personal Metroid ranking, and it's legitimately a discussion as to Samus Returns might be on the same level as Super Metroid and Zero Mission. That's where wow. I'm at. Um, but you can read the article, and and I kind of come down that like I think I need to revisit Samus Returns in a couple months and then see how I feel about it. But like 
I 100% of this game. Um, I started it over in fusion mode. Fusion mode is really hard. Um, and like, I, I go into it a lot more in, in my review that you can read, but I think it does a lot of things to, I mean, one, make, make Metroid 2 a more palpable modern game and also update the franchise in a lot of ways while still staying true to what makes Metroid so cool. I just replayed uh, Metroid 2 this week. It's uh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible um, do you want it to be good? Then play Samus Returns. I do. Because it's like that game, but they made it way better. Yeah. You might say Metroid became great a second time. Uh, and we've moved on to 3DS stuff. Second great uh, Metroid game in 12 months. Let, yep. let's, let's just hey, compromise. 13. 13. Oh, Europe. <laughs> um, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. We have details for the game now. Necrozma, obviously, is going to be fusing or taking control of Solgaleo. Oh, took over Solgaleo. Uh, Duskmane Necrozma, which is a good name. Don Wings Necrozma for Lunala. That's a bad name. Uh, fans <laughs> who purchase and activate the game by January 10th can get a special gift, Rock Rough, which evolves into the Dusk form like in Rock. New World. There, there's uh, there's going to be new locations for Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, if you get the silver and gold coming out next week on Hell the yeah. Shop, I totally forgot about celery. that. That was such yeah. a happy, happy reminder of like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll totally get one of those. No, I'll have and, to get one too because they're because of what they attach to it. Does um, Bank work with yellow, red, and blue yet? Did yeah, they yeah. Ever? yeah, yeah. They, they, okay. up, they updated it. it okay. they'll update it again probably around the around January of next year to work yeah. with uh, silver, gold, and crystal. Nice. Yep. Crystal. And then oh, silver yeah. and gold, yeah. at least. Silver and gold. They Sorry, off. I, I just I wrote more about those games than anyone in history, so I just force a habit. <laughs> it's uh they started as if it was a lot of Pokemon news, but they actually gave like the least amount of Pokemon news you could give with four pieces of Pokemon news. <laughs> well, <laughs> they have I, they have brand, they're gonna have brand new Pokemon in the mid generation game for I think the first time ever. Ultra beasts barely count, but you're right; they do count. It's it's there's a brick wall that's going to be a Pokemon, Yo, which Alex, I'm pretty excited you, like, about. Well, do those white you talk at just your mouth on screen? <laughs> but they, is that uh, black and white Reshiram or whatever it was, or the Zekrom? Wait, wait, wait. Like, that was that was an existing form of a new of a uh, that was a, a new form of an existing Pokemon. Like these are going to okay. probably have brand new Pokedex numbers. Is, yeah. is my is form my with an e at the end? You look my funny now, Alex. Alex. Oh, oh, okay. What was I doing this? Yeah, except what, for what like it was like? just your mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have new Pokédex numbers, and they're gonna be new Ultra Beasts. I kind of wish there would be more regular Pokémon in addition yeah, to like another do. jellyfish thing and a bit of brick wall. Although the Ultra Beasts from <laughs> Sun and Moon might be the best designs in Pokémon Sun and Moon. I so I really liked Sun and Moon, and watching this video. There was nothing that I was like, oh, God, I can't wait for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. But, like, I really liked Sun and Moon. And this might be, much like Sun and Moon, a game that I just get around launch, and I play it, and I enjoy it, and then I never think about it until the next Pokemon game. That's how yeah. I digest Pokemon. Just, and I recommend it. I highly I'm, recommend it. I'm still worried it's going to be a black two, white two situation on these where it's almost exactly the same game with some added content. And I, I just don't know. Oh, I promise you it's going to be that. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I promise you. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm just worried about it. That's all. I'm, I know some Pokemon fans are like, oh, yeah, another Pokemon game. It's like, no, no, no. It's going to be the same it's Pokemon the same game. game. <laughs> Only oh, I mean, like, I'm I'm curious to see how they that it how if they change it up. I like I I think I kind of weirdly like the story in Sun and Moon more than Black and White, which I, I feel like might be like hearsay in the the lore of of Pokemon. It's okay by me, <laughs> um, but like I like I kind of I, I like the I like Alola more than I liked the the New York New Jersey ripoff, which is weird because I thought there was some really clever stuff like how like New Jersey was just like a bunch of cowboys. In, in the black and white and like they had like there was a Brooklyn area that was a bunch of hipsters like I remember that about black and white that's about I, I don't remember what the story is but but anyway um, <laughs> do you remember that at the end of black and white you don't actually get to beat the elite four because the villains crash the party and yes. then you have to go beneath the elite oh, yeah. four and, yep. and go through a dungeon and then you catch the legendary Pokemon and then you use it to fight the real final boss, and he's actually kind of a shockingly hard fight for a Pokemon game. Okay, um, that moment was cool. That, I forgot. Isn't, that isn't his name just a letter like N? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. N, but he sort of he makes a turn to he makes a heel to face turn, and then Getsus is the real antagonist. Yep. Black. It's it's weird because I think Black and White might have my favorite stories in the series, and Black Two and White Two. Just totally had had minimalist, not great stories. Yeah. Like, like I feel like if if Ultra Sun yeah. and Ultra Moon kind of build on what they did in, in Sun and Moon, which it seems like they might, then that could be really cool. I like there is there is still the concern that it could be like Black Two White Two because, like, while while I don't have the same fond memories of the Black and White story, I remember really enjoying those games, and like I got like five hours into Black Two and White Two and just dropped it like it it just bored me because yeah. I, I had already been to these areas there weren't really any new pokemon it wasn't enthralling yeah I, it was much harder right out of the gate yeah they had a hard mode in that game too yeah Ooh. the I, I next time if they're going to implement hard mode maybe don't lock it behind beating one particular version of the game just saying mm-hmm. mm. Sun and Moon, I, I forgot Sun already. I remember really liking Sun, too. I, th- I think I gave it an 8.5 when I reviewed it. I think it was a a return to form for the quality of Pokemon because of how it was not a return to form for Pokemon. Like It, it was a very inventive game, and I, I almost wonder if there's going to be a Splatoon 2 effect of because like the first game felt so fresh and that makes me want to play this new game, but then we're going to go back, and it's going to be the same thing, and yeah. then we're just going to be like, okay. You're going to be like, man, the single player was the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the worst thing is about the Splatoon single player? <laughs> is that it doesn't... This, this, the levels you're doing in Super Mario Galaxy have, like, connection to the world you're playing in. Yeah, and everything you actually, feels separate. You feel some, some sense of presence. I have no sense of presence. Yeah, just floating class. I wanted way. to see, like, and that was okay in the first one because it was establishing something. But in the in Splatoon 2, like, that kind of lack of presence didn't seem as acceptable. Yeah, I feel like the single-player campaign in Splatoon 2 should have had, like, some, like, you breaking into the octoling place and like you're not on floating platforms, maybe some stealth, maybe some attacking and destroying objectives and stuff. It, it felt like a, like an expansion pack. Yeah. <laughs> it's Splatoon one single player. Yes. But, yeah. you've, you've just described Splatoon two. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway. we, we should probably, we should move through some of these. So the, Mario uh, 30, the top 100 
which okay what a so title. We, were, we were talking about <laughs> stuff in slack and and adam abu nasser made a comment about how they should have a mario party game where they just you take all the good mini games for past games <laughs> and then they announced that except for he wanted it on switch but like Dude, call the shot. I gotta give props. Gotta give props. I, I, my question is, how well have these Mario Party games been selling on 3DS? Do Probably we... a lot yeah, more than hey, Pikmin, Metopia, and Ever Oasis combined. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, the way that they're marketing 3DS and 2DS, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense to put this out there because yeah. even like the commercials now for it, it just seems like it has a much younger audience than it did a couple years ago, and they're really focusing on some of the older games that would appeal to younger players so i'll be honest like i'm i'm curious to see what this how this game is it's just that i keep on seeing like this and and the next game that we're going to talk about where it's like it's a game on 3ds that's heavily built around multiplayer and you're like dude what are you doing <laughs> like, <laughs> like the switch is out like we're people like you... i'm playing 3ds i'm playing rpgs and playing metroid like that's about it I'm not playing multiplayer at PAX in, on 3DS anymore. It's it's all Switch all the time now. The 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 Mario uh, I believe it was Alex Navarro of Giant Bomb who said the Mario Party game for 3DS should light your 3DS on fire. Seventy nine ninety nine. Let's look at most of the games on the list in this press release. You have a multiplayer game. You have a multiplayer game. Uh, Layton's Mystery Journey, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Yokai Watch Two. All these are probably very easy games to do on the cheap at the end of a system's life cycle. Yep. Or or they're I mean stuff like Yokai Watch 2 is it's that's already done. It Three came years. Out no, 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 that's what I'm saying. And I'm saying like Layton's Mystery Journey is a port of a phone game. Like, like oh, it's it's a game. I don't, well, you got that I, special I, costume okay, on 3DS. Okay. I I played I I reviewed Layton's Mystery Journey on on phones. Um I think that might be more of a 3DS game that was ported to phones, honestly. Like oh, I, sure. I have other reasons that I why I'm disappointed in Layton's Mystery Journey, Trail and the Millionaire's Conspiracy, uh, but they like that phone game is is it's just like they they put a 3ds game on your phone and that's pretty cool, <laughs> and like I would imagine if you want a new Layton game, this is acceptable. It's on the lower end of Layton games, but it's a Layton game. But I'm saying that, like, and then with all these games, you can tell that this is Nintendo getting out a lot of probably less expensive titles toward yeah, to sort they're, of fill they're out the last calendar year. Shoveling these things out at the end. How like, cool would it be if Kirby Battle Royale was just uh, player announced Battlegrounds? <laughs> 100 Kirby ability. <laughs> I, heard, I heard the name of that. And, like, just how beautiful would that be? It's just a 3DS game, there's 100 Kirby's. You all drop down to the dreamlands. Uh, Y'all warp star down. Winner, winner, maxim tomato dinner. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're finding different, like you find different abilities in the ground. Like somebody pulls out the map. It would be like the city mode in Kirby Genre, genre, platformer slash survival. All right, all right. Okay, now I got the, the FCO GTA game. game, the Star Chop Express of the Wild game, and now I got Kirby PUBG. <laughs> That's, those are those are my, my wish fulfillment games. Like, dude, all they need to do is just take Kirby Air Ride, have that city mode, and just basically put 100 people in it. 
It's going to go great be, with my MOBA. That would that would be my game of the year. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will tell you this much. Player Unknown's Battleground is not my game of the year. It's a very neat game. But you put Kirby in that, I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, Layton's Miss... Well, okay, we, we didn't actually talk about... Uh, it is going to be single and multiplayer modes. It's launching January 19th. It looks yeah. like a Kirby game they're making on the cheap. It looks like Four Swords, but Kirby. I heard like some people thought like, oh, this is what Sakurai is doing before he goes to do Smash Brothers for Switch. Like, hell <laughs> no. Sakurai, Sakurai hasn't touched a Kirby game since Air Ride because he got bored of it. I, I think he's. I don't think he's going to touch the next Smash Bros game either. Yeah. I'm well. Speaking of Smash Brothers, I'm I'm on the Kirby <laughs> website say- here trying to vote for my favorite power, and I don't see the Smash power listed. So. <laughs> I, I do enjoy hammer. That. The answer's hammer. Nintendo has repeatedly missed anniversaries, like. Oh yeah, they did the whole big oh. thing for Zelda's thirtieth. Breath of the Wild got delayed to twenty seventeen. They did the whole big <laughs> thing for Kirby's twenty fifth. Kirby Battle Royale and Kirby uh, Star Allies are both coming out in twenty eighteen. Like, well, remember this is the one where it's coming out. Like Europe is getting okay, the Kirby yeah, yeah, game first, yeah. but like, it's what, I mean what? they couldn't nail it worldwide. Like I don't I don't know, but but oh, it, I did mention that I would talk about that more. I've noticed that. I mean, there's always these weird disparities that I think we're going to see do away with on Switch, mainly because of the fact that region free and everything. Uh, but like Nintendo and uh, NOA and NOE have often done this, especially with 3DS games, where like, um, was it Bravely Default? I think came out Bravely Default and Bravely Second. I think both came out earlier in Europe and then later in North America. Um, I think Mario Luigi Paper Jam came out in like December in Europe and then didn't come out until January in North America. And Kirby Battle Royale looks like it's kind of following the same path. And I'm pretty sure, I think Mario Party, the top 100, is coming out in early 2018 in, in European territories. Yep. And the, uh, I hate Europe to also... interrupt, but I got to go, guys. All right. Uh, uh, Zach, Zach, I'm very excited about long, Etrian SC5. How, yeah. how long do you think that the 3DS is going to last? Uh, Do you mean like in the marketplace or until we all stop playing? When, when will the 3DS stop being... When will the 3DS stop getting significant time during Nintendo Direct-like events? It's How many Yoko Watches are there? Uh, three is left. That's, That's a good one. question, actually. They'll be, there's something that got announced today that might give it a shot in the arm that it wasn't expecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Zach, if, if you don't have an answer for this, it was something I was going to bring up near the end of. I'm going to say I'm going to say the middle of next year. Okay, all right. Like I E3, say... E3, will will we won't barely see a thing. I mean, wasn't that kind of this E3 too? <laughs> and last E3, like, I mean, they did yeah. reveal. Yeah, they did have Samus Returns. They mentioned Sushi Striker. Uh, but they Mario did the Samus Returns in like the. You know, yeah. well, I, think, I think that's because the spotlight was focused on Switch. Um, well, that's true. That's true. So arguably, uh-huh. the 3DS wasn't even a focus of that. But I mean, like, it, it was a third of this. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the 3DS will factor into their E3 next year. All right. All right. Bye. Toodles. Bye. <laughs> okay. Layton's Mystery Journey, October 6th. Mario Luigi Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minions also on October 6th. No 3D in that game, which means I will probably never play it. <laughs> Already did play I, it on Game Boy Advance. I'm I'm mildly intrigued by the Bowser's Minions mode, but mm. me too. Um, 
Yeah. So I recall before Paper Jam came out, I was like, this game might be bad. I don't think I want to play it. I really didn't like Dream Team. And then I played Paper Jam and I kind of liked it. Um, I have a feeling this is going to be a similar thing where I'm going to find a good deal on it, like I did with Paper Jam, and then buy it, and then be like, oh, hey, this game's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Probably. Because it's the first game. It's the best one, in my opinion, at least. I, I think Bowser's Inside Story is better, but Superstar Saga is a close second. They're very close. They're both yeah. the best ones in the series. And like, I, I'm... It's a, it's like it's it's a game that I can't say I'm excited for, but I'll probably play. Mm. Yeah, I want to say it, but there's just so many games coming. I feel like yeah, so. I still want to play Monster Hunter Stories though, like and and maybe that will wind up. I mean, I got Etrian soon too. We'll still we'll still be playing Final Fantasy Six or yeah. Three. I got oh yeah, I forgot about all those RPGs I, I want to play on the SNES Classic. Oh god, yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Play Secret of Mana and try to actually like it this time. <laughs> Yokai Watch Two Psychic Specters, uh, September 29th. There's a Yokai Watch update, November. This coming September 14th. That adds Psychic Blasters mode, additional bosses, uh, new Yokai. It's actually kind of a big update. Yeah. Um. I didn't really like Yokai Watch Two. So, it was another. It was another I, of those. You you enjoyed the first one because that was the first one you played significantly. The first one I played significantly was the second one. Yeah, yeah. Like so, I don't. I don't think that series will ever matter. Mean mean anything to me? Again, I I think it's worth playing one game, and then once you have that, you've probably had enough. Unless they do something seriously reinvented. I will note the the time travel stuff in two was neat. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I, I I remember liking it. I think didn't I review it and give it like an eight or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we both we both did something with it because I mean that had the two copies and I think we were I think we talked about it. Yeah, you were a little more positive than me, but like it's not it's not terrible. It's just that like I, no, I don't want to play that game anymore. It's another one. It, it's another one of those. I, yeah. I think they figured out the battle system a little better, but it's also. Um, it's it's totally the first game, but more. I I hope they bring out the third one next year, which I think they will because it'll give them some fall game to put out yeah. on the 3DS. Is there and a it, second and it takes one? place in the U.S.? There is. I don't know. Yeah. It's Okay, then and there's 3DS a Yo- is going two more years. There's a Yokai Watch Busters 2, I think, is coming out in Japan. This yeah, those, those aren't going to come over here, I don't think. Okay. We have a better chance of getting the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms Yokai Watch game than we do Yokai <laughs> Watch Busters. Yeah. Am I- a new 3ds today <laughs> minecraft cool. I, I think my roommate yeah. actually just heard that because that was that might be the yelling you might have heard from me or from my microphone earlier mm. that's it, you, you i like you always said that 3ds was the one platform that would never get minecraft because apparently it was so weak it couldn't even run that but well someone found a way i'm curious to see how it actually runs i know i i heard other ocean interactive ported it uh, I mean, it definitely does seem like a a scaled down version of the game. Um, probably more in common with the mobile version, but yeah, you can do touch controls. That's cool. It's out mm-hmm. now. It is packaged. Package retail package. version later. Yeah. And kids love Minecraft, so it's another perfect thing to push that new 2DS. Yeah, but yeah. they all they also have like they they put Minecraft out on the Switch. It's like at that point, shouldn't that be the focus? But 
I mean, I think for just another revenue market, stream. Get for that market. Get Minecraft on everything. Get it in your eyeballs. I mean, if you have multiple mm-hmm. children, are you going to buy a Switch for all of them? Like, that's the difference. Look, look I'm looking. I'm playing Minecraft right now. Well, with I think the Switch, they, you have two Joy Cons. You can play with two kids that way. I mean, yeah, they had like that weird. Um, oh God, what was that? The Windows thing that like might have gotten canceled. Um, uh, tabletop AR. Yeah, like they showed that. Yeah, Hololens. I, I, th- I mean, they uh, Microsoft hasn't put out their Hololens yet. I think you can still buy the dev console for like three yeah. grand. Yeah, and you can get like a weird like Conquer game on it or something. Oh yeah, like, yeah, y- Young Conquer. Yep, Young Conquer. Uh, I mean, basically what I'm saying is the 3DS family of systems is now the budget line, and it's clear they're targeting it toward children. So I think Minecraft fits that. Except perfectly. for with the next four games on the list. I guess maybe the next five. Well, well the last also, four or five. Yes, yes, the Alliance Alive is coming to America. Um, is that something I should be excited about? It's Okay, so there was that game that Alice put out, uh, I think it was two years ago, The Legend of Legacy. Yeah, which was a deeply flawed game that I think about way too often after like I reviewed it and I think I gave it like a seven or a seven five. Like it's a it's a beautiful game, great music, like a kind of a a, a good concept, but there were just things about it that I that like kind of soured me on it. But I kept thinking about that game for like it's faded more. It's been two years since I played it. Uh, but like I, I would think about that game whenever I'd play other RPGs. Like I think it did a lot of really cool things. It just just had problems. This is basically the same developer making another game, um, and I'm I'm very excited for that, and I'm and I'm glad it's coming over. Um, I I remember hearing questionable buzz about the Japanese release. I think it finally came out in Japan. I haven't really followed up with it because I kind uh, of didn't have. Local... Is it out in Japan? Yeah, it's out. Okay, hey, I haven't checked to see what the buzz is about it. But um, even if it's kind of flawed, I still really want to check it out because I really liked what I think it's uh, Fu Ryu or or whatever. I'm probably Fu Ryu. Fu Ryu. Um, it's that that developer making another game, and I I was kind of mesmerized by their flawed but but interesting previous game. So I'm I'm stoked that this is coming over. Yeah, yeah. me too. And Radiant Historia, I can't wait. I haven't looked to see what's in that collector's box yet, but I'll probably get it. I love that game. And Etrian Odyssey 5, I can't wait. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for, for new Etrian Odyssey, even though that is actually a game that I've heard that the Japanese version uh, didn't really get as, as well-received as some of the other Etrian Odyssey games, but I kind of don't care. I really like those games anyway. And, you know, Strange Journey Redux. I never played the first Strange Journey. Yeah. There's an Etrian Odyssey demo I, uh... out on 3DS. Go check it out. That's, that's the third thing that came out. You got the Octopath, you got the Strange Journey, not the Strange Journey, the Etrian Odyssey, and you have the Minecraft. Uh, I pre-ordered the Strange Journey Redux because I hear that that is actually an excellent Shin Megami Tensei game. Probably the next one you'd want to play besides Nocturne if you've played the four and, Apocalypse. and four Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that Strange... So. Strange Journey, um, back, it was Atlas, like, a couple PR reps for Atlas ago. They did a couple, like, it was, it was, we, it was around when Strange Journey first came out on DS. They did these kind of, like, they would just stream them playing the game, and, like, you'd be in a chat. Like, it was something that seemed to only experiment with this, and I think Sheer and the Wanderer on Wii. Uh, but it was basically, like, you just kind of sat, and they showed you a demo, and you could ask some questions in a chat. Um, 
my first experience to Shimagami Tensei uh, was around the time when I was playing Persona 3 uh, for the very first time, and I saw this demo for Strange Journey, and it looked really, really cool, and I think it just came out at a point when like I didn't really have time to ever play it. Uh, and it'll probably come out next year at a point where I don't really have time to play it. But I'll, I, I'll probably buy it now because I'm way more into to Shin, Shin Megami Tensei games than I was back then. And yeah, I have heard that this is a, a fantastic game and it seems like what they're adding in the 3DS version uh, with you know more story stuff, more endings, uh, new dungeons, better graphics. It seems like it's going to be uh, worth the purchase, especially if you missed out on it the first time. Yeah. Yeah, it's Atlas is doing good by their people. And they yeah. are supporting the 3DS still into 2018. Uh, so, I, we're, we're basically done now, right? Yeah, I think so. It's I wanna... Attorney is November, Fire Emblem Warriors October 20th on new 3DS, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot that Apollo Justice is coming. That's that's awesome news. Um, I did want to bring up, because I've been thinking about this recently, especially in kind of preparation for this Direct, I was honestly kind of shocked that a third of it was 3DS. Uh, so right now, we are six months into the life of the Switch. Uh, as it stands, the Switch is, is a smashing success. It seems like the 3DS in the wake of the Switch is kind of... I mean, uh, people who own Switch want games on Switch, not on 3DS. And it seems like 3DS sales in general... Uh, we don't have the raw evidence from this, but from anecdotal stuff, from even even hearing a Renegade Kit or a Tui, Jules Watson, uh, his, his recent 3DS release, Chicken Wiggle, like, totally bombed. Tanked. Um, and, yeah. and, I mean... The other buzz is that like stuff like Ever Oasis, Hey Pikmin, uh, maybe even the 2DS XL didn't do as as well as expected, and the Switch is selling very well. Indies left and right keep on saying about how the Switch version is their highest selling version of their game. Why in so, some cases more than the other versions combined? We've yeah, seen several of that this week. Yeah. So with with all that in mind, what what? what do we expect is going to happen with the 3DS? What do we think should happen with the 3DS? Because I think I I was a big proponent, especially when the Switch was coming out, that Nintendo needed to keep supporting the 3DS. Uh, that, I mean, it was, uh, there, was, there was a risk involved with just letting the 3DS go and just banking everything on Switch. Um, but to me, at this point, the Switch is working. I think you got to kind of cut the 3DS loose maybe sooner than expected. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you guys at with that? Yeah, I think it has another year. I think I'm just, I, yeah, I think, I think Nintendo has a risky thing to go with because I can't recall a time where they only had one system to rely on. So if something goes wrong with their console sales, they don't they wouldn't be having a portable side to hopefully lift things up. But they also didn't have action, or they didn't. I guess Amiibo aren't action figures, except for squishing this Metroid. Um, uh, they they didn't have amiibo figures. They didn't have mobile. They didn't have a potential theme park. They didn't have movie deals. Uh, I, and I know like Reggie has been saying this for the better part of a decade that Nintendo is an entertainment company. But I think with the with the advent of the Switch and, and possibly the 3DS going away, that they maybe they're going to be going in more to that entertainment company. Uh, but I also you tricked me, Justin, because I. I forgot about my long-held belief that there will yeah. be a follow-up to the 3DS. That's kind of what uh, I was going to get to next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you 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 almost got me. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I but I think that there might be a point where like the 3DS is basically inactive before this new follow-up is announced or even comes out. 
So it's kind of like how the Wii U basically went fallow for six months before yeah. the Switch came Except out. Except for like the 3DS is a, is a success. Like 60, yeah. 60 million plus units, like that's a good system. I think there's 50-50 odds whether Nintendo leans all in on Switch or they go on a second uh, or, a, or a successor. What I bet is that Nintendo already knows what they're going to do next. Oh, yeah. I mean, one thing that concerns me a bit is the Pokemon franchise. Uh, They're going to Switch. Yeah, unless they can bring the price of the Switch down to that $200 mark. I don't know if they're going to want to sell Pokemon exclusively for a console, like the next generation or whatever ends up being on Switch. It's supposed to be the main line. I feel like they may want to have a more budget device a more budget portable device that can play these new Pokemon games because I, I just can't see parents caving in $300 for all their kids to play Pokemon together. Especially like even, I even saw um, I've uh, my, my brother-in-law has uh, two, two daughters and a son. They have, they have a pair of that. Well, they have uh, like a DSI uh, a two and, and a pair of two DSs amongst that family. And they, they switch cartridges. They're, you know they're they're young kids, so they they don't play exactly smart. Like I saw one of them throw a two DS on the floor and almost stepped on one. Like like kids gonna be kids. Like the Switch, yep. I don't think is a system that can really hold up to that kind of beating. Yeah. Um Like yeah, no, like that's why I think that. And and what I was saying back when the the Switch launched is that I one hundred percent believe that Nintendo had R and D going for a three DS follow up whatever form it's going to take, whether it is tied directly into the ecosystem of the Switch or it is something new that maybe is, you know, what a 4DS or whatever you want to call it. Um, that that is, that is a follow-up to that system more, more directly. Like, I don't know. I assume that they're working on it. And I think there's an outside chance that we could hear about that maybe as early as next E3. Uh, it could be a lot longer than that. Who knows? Uh, I mean- but I... I do expect that by by this time next year, uh, it's going to be a very meager holiday season for the 3DS, with nothing but a few like a Yokai Watch three, maybe maybe some other, maybe a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game and and another Mario Party game, and that'll the system is going to be on its way out. Maybe one more Atlas RPG. I don't well, know. they they announced like that and like that anniversary celebration at Train Odyssey game a couple of weeks ago in Japan, oh, yeah, so yeah. that might be. Next year's Train Odyssey game for the 3DS, Persona Q2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like that, too. that could come out next fall. Like, I mean, we're already kind of near that point where it's basically just Nintendo and a few token third parties. Uh, I think we are going to be very. There will be almost literally nothing else hmm. except it, for like Atlas, Nintendo, and maybe Capcom will will release another port. I don't know. I think we're at the point where like. It's coming. None of Nintendo's internal development is on 3DS. It's all on Switch, as far as we can tell, except for maybe I don't know with what ND Cube status is off the top of my head because they're making Mario. Party. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, but, are they internal? Yeah, that, I, I could have like I wonder I mean, if it's te- more like technically isn't isn't wouldn't Hal be? I mean, if I think ND Cube might be one of those like partially owned like Hal because Hal Hal's making that Kirby game, right? Yeah, as far as we once, know. yeah, but the, that stuff's gonna all gonna be out the door by January, yeah. and then from there, like you're gonna be like 
smaller projects that might be able to turn a profit even at the low sales that they would get this late in 3DS's life, that's probably what we're going to see. Mine, I think, though, Minecraft is going to do some surprising things on 3DS, especially now that, now that it's an option. And as we said, you know, it's for the kids. Mm -hmm. So at, it's just, I think, after next year or as soon as the Pokemon game hits on Switch, that's when the 3DS can step down. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm really interested to see, like, for the reasons I stated before. Hmm. Word. I think it's a show after almost two hours, at the very least, one and a half hours. Before we close, I do have a, a poll that I put up a few hours ago. I, I asked people, how did you like the new Nintendo Direct? And we got 61 replies. I gave four options. They could choose either 10 out of 10 fantastic, really good, decent, or uh, no good. 8% of people thought the new Nintendo Direct was fantastic. 64% thought it was really good, 26% thought it was decent, and 2%, which is probably about one person, thought it was no good. But mostly pretty positive on the Direct. I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was totally fine. Like, nothing nothing too, too like, mind... Oh, okay, the, the, Doom, the Doom coming this holiday was kind of crazy, and the arcade stuff's cool. Um... Like nothing, nothing super mind blowing, but just just a good solid direct. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wish there were more firm release dates for stuff like for stuff like Rocket League, for stuff like Doom. But I guess we'll probably see that soon enough. Yep, 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 yep. That's our show. Thank you so yep. much for listening. Uh, we have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/nwr, where you can get all kinds of great content. Support the site that supports this show and support a great site with a lot of great content. Uh, I know that uh, we just posted a new interview with Suda51 on the No More Heroes game yeah. that further confuses what that game actually is. I don't think you're going to have any actual No More Heroes fighting in that. I think it's just those retro games. Or it's going to be very limited. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's going to be Retro Game Challenge, but no more heroes. Yeah, which, like, I'm into. It's just, that's weird. It's yeah. a weird thing. Yeah. Yep. You can also get uh, Neil's Samus Returns content. He, he really, really likes that game. Really good game. You can find all sorts of other great content. Um, you, you can go to NintendoWorldReport.com. You can go follow us on Twitter. We have at KingNintendoFan for Justin Baruby. Yep. We have Neil at Enron10. We have Zach at ZMiller1902, Z-E-M-I-L-L-E-R-1902, Donald Mick, D-O-N-A-L-D-M-I-C-K on Twitter. You can also listen to his other podcast, Nintendo Free Radio, at NFR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, I am at C-U-L-A-F-I-A. -A. That's our show. Have a wonderful night. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.